Greetings, folks. It's Justin, and I'm back to using Audition to record at least this episode of the podcast. So we're going to, hopefully this will sound normal, it'll sound like old times, but not too old of times. Anyway, I can't think of the best introduction for the topic I'm going to talk about today, but I'm just going to kind of get the ball rolling and tell you a little bit about what's been going on because I do, I, I'm do i still doing the podcast every day, but I've been chunking the episodes a little bit more lately. So it's actually been a short while, like about a week since I've actually recorded and I want to talk about stuff and yeah. Okay, so after that fun introduction, I guess what I'll start with is I'll start by saying that I, on this fine Labor Day, which I know this is coming out the day after Labor Day, but for me recording this right now, it is Labor Day, started off my Labor Day, my wonderful, I don't know what to call it, my wonderful time preceding Labor Day or during Labor Day, uh, working and then starting online college and if you've been listening to this podcast like and paying super close attention and been like an insanely awesome fan of mine, you probably know by now that I've transferred out of the school that I've been going to for the past two years, which I was going to on campus, like in a dorm room, like a perfectly normal person. And I'm now going to college online through an employer benefit that I get from working because I have a job. And so, yeah, now I'm going to college for a lot, lot, lot cheaper than I was before. And I it, today was my first day of class, kind of, technically. I mean, it's online, so it's flexible. So, really, today was the first day I was allowed to do classwork. Tomorrow could have been my first day, or the next day could have been the first day, or whatever. But today was my first day of those classes. So, I got back into the swing of things. I got back into the swing of college and reading syllabi and you know, looking at the copied and pasted plagiarism section of the syllabus and all of that stuff. So that was very fun and also kind of frustrating at the same time. And if you're a student listening to this, you might be able to relate to this, but there's always like that beginning of the semester, like reading the syllabus, like, oh my gosh, there's all this shit that I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to write these massive papers. And like, you kind of start overwhelming yourself a little bit in the brain and not really being ready for the semester, I guess, is what I'll say. But uh, this was actually easier than a lot of times, too. It doesn't look like the work is going to be insanely difficult, and I'm sure I'll only get more comfortable with it as time goes on because that's just how things work. Now, part of what really sparked in my mind while I was doing coursework today was this thing that came up time and time again in writing classes mainly in my old school and now it's coming up with this school too is these these databases these resources that colleges push so hard they want you to use their libraries and their and their databases like I just said and stuff like that and I want to tell you what I think about that because it kind of pisses me off and it might partially be because I'm like a your typical lazy college student that doesn't want to actually do their research or anything like that. But I also feel like a lot of the time I find myself needing to use those resources because the the rubric, because the assignment tells me to use those resources. And I hate that. And that's part of, many of you know by now that I'm not the most fond of the education system. I'm not extremely anti-college or else I probably wouldn't be in college. But 
one of the things I really hate about the system, as we're calling it, is that they do shit like that. They tell you what books to get your ideas from. They tell you what databases to get your ideas from. They tell you to use this resource center. They say you have to use these scholarly sources. And what I've, why, The reason I hate it is because I think it's just telling you to take someone else's thoughts, and not only someone else's thoughts, but some particular other person's thoughts, and kind of analyze them. And I don't think college students do enough of really thinking for themselves. And thinking for yourself is something I'm a huge, I'm a huge advocate of. And this isn't always, 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 always a problem in college. Uh, I took a philosophy class last semester, and philosophy was something I was kind of dreading because it was just... I'm a numbers-driven, like, math and science person and philosophy. Before I went into the class, sounds like a lot of, you know, soft science, hippie bullshit, stuff like that. But then I got into the class, and I actually really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed it because it it is more like a hard science than people think. If you haven't taken a philosophy class before or learned anything about philosophy. And also because... It is one of the classes where it was encouraged that you think for yourself and that you don't take everything out of a textbook or out of a database or out of whatever freaking scholarly source you could find online. It was just like, think for your goddamn self. And I loved that because of that, because I like using my own brain power to come up with things. Now, in today's world, it could be kind of hard to form your own like perfectly pure original thoughts because there's so much information on the internet there are so many people talking there's so much noise and coincidences do happen and it is completely possible for you and another human being on the planet to have the exact same thought that's not impossible and I don't know why we act like it is sometimes when you get to college and you talk about like plagiarism for example like it's perfectly possible that the person that wrote this paper and you writing your paper actually thought the same way. I've always, I believe through and through that that is perfectly possible. But another big problem, another big problem that I've always had with these writing classes or not even writing classes, but pretty much any class that you have to write in is when they say, you know, they get like really, really strict about the plagiarism and citing your sources and doing all that jazz and then they tell you you must use these sources it's like don't tell me not to plagiarize and then sorry i'm just kind of venting at this point but they tell you not to plagiarize and then they tell you in the assignment to use somebody's somebody else's work it it doesn't make any sense and not that i needed another episode about you know a, a, another anti college episode pretty much, but I just wanted to bring this up because it's something I thought about for so long and it's something that just popped into my head again today. And at this point, that's the criteria for being a topic on this podcast is whatever the most recent thing that's popped into my head is. But think for yourselves, okay? If you're if you're not in school, this is probably actually going to be something that's easier to do because you're not being taught to go and find other people's work, other people that are so supposedly, you know, smarter than you, better than you, came before you, more experienced than you, whatever, you know, they're scholarly sources. Think for yourself. And also, it's massively important to learn how to do research, how to 
pick out what's good information, what's not good information, and all sorts of things like that. And one of the things that you can do, obviously, to improve at that is to actually do it. You know, read more information on whatever, on whatever it is that you're into. If you're if you're like a doctor, read up on medicine and stuff like that. And if you're a, I don't know, if you're a journalist, read newspapers and news sites and stuff like that and start understanding the differences between like satire and what's actual news, what's an actual good news source and that kind of thing, right? Because thinking for yourself doesn't mean that you have to sit down and not let any outside information in and just form your own thoughts. That's actually a terrible way to do it. But thinking for yourself means take the resources you've got, you know, put your heads together with other people, have conversations. That's why I love doing the weekly interviews that I do on this podcast and why I love talking to Gerard every week on this podcast is because it's good for people to bounce ideas off of each other and it's super easy to do now because you can go on Twitter and you can bounce ideas off of everybody in the nation. But thinking for yourself has more to do with taking that information and sending it through a filter and coming out with your own on the other side, deciding whether or not you agree. Not agreeing with everything you hear and also not not agreeing with everything you hear. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson once said in an interview that I watched him on that it's just as intellectually lazy to accept everything you hear as it is to deny everything you hear. Maybe the other way around, but commutative property says it doesn't matter if I said it backwards. So just think about that. Ironically, that's the note I'm going to end on. Think about whether or not you're actually really thinking for yourself or if there's a certain Facebook page or if there's a certain person or a certain team that you're on and you always follow their thoughts. You always follow what the right is saying or what the left is saying or what this page is saying or what that page is saying rather than taking their information at face value and actually trying to run that through your own filter and change it a little bit for better or for worse and come out on the other side with your own ideas. 